0: to the Harry man show number nine with michael woodard uh, where life is starting to feel like a b-side quite often <laughs>
1: <laughs> how,
0: how's uh mike doing over there how you doing man
1: i'm doing good man i am glad that it's nighttime and the sun is down because as i told you before um the show started um it was a hot one here today so um i'm glad that it's only going to be 82 and humid tomorrow as opposed to 100 and humid. So, it sounds yeah, like paradise. I'm doing good. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Well, like now paradise. are you guys, uh, you guys in Arizona, right? Right. Yeah, Phoenix. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, I, uh, my my friend Chad, uh, he uh, plays bass for the Bullet Boys. He lives in Phoenix, and so yeah, really pretty out there.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, we got Chris here as well. Hey, what's up, Chris? Hey, Mike. How you doing? All right. So going in this. Good, uh, how are you? uh, going in this, uh, Mike. What kind of? Uh, I know you run a big uh, Facebook page. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Well, I don't know how big it is. Um, it's it's big time uh, wackiness and and fun. I have two pages actually. Uh, the the first page that I ever started um, comes from one of my two passions, um, and that is uh, toys and movies. Uh, the first group I started was uh, called the B Side, and it focuses more on the toys and movies, TV shows. Uh, not necessarily the most popular things, but more along the lines of the forgotten toys. Um, you'll see me post things like, uh, I'm a huge masked fan of uh, Mobile Armored Strike Command. Uh, that's one of the c- cartoons from the 80s that um, kind of got overlooked, uh, uh, you know, kind of outshined by uh, Transformers and G.I. Joes. And, and so, um, that's really where the love of B-side for me stems from was afternoon, after school, uh, you know, running home to to catch the newest episodes of math. And then my other group uh, comes from my other uh, love of film, uh, especially horror movies. Uh, I have another group called The Morgue of Horror where obviously we we focus on everything uh you know from horror movies to ghost stories to collectibles you name it you know oh it's so like just, par- just a, a big nerd you know like
0: paranormal stuff or
1: um we we haven't really uh you know uh we we talk about it but uh, I haven't really had a guest on um to discuss uh paranormal um Mostly, um, you know, what, what we do over there uh, is mostly, you know, the, uh, horror movie, uh, aspect uh, of things, but, um, you know, we're, we're open to, to anything like that. I would actually like to have a paranormal uh, guest on. So if you know anybody, send them my way. So
0: Yeah. That's something I like to venture into pretty soon. You just recently had a psychic on there. How did that go?
1: Well, um, uh, he was supposed to be on, and unfortunately, he had some internet issues, oh. and uh, so um, we weren't able to uh, to do that. Uh, unfortunately, because there was some people really looking forward to it. You should have but, um, seen that coming.
2: Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, isn't
1: he a psychic? Could not well, he see that you know, coming? <laughs> there, there, there's some underlying jokes in there uh, for sure. Um, you know, but uh, it's one of those things that at my age, um, you know, I've. As I told you a little bit ago, you know, um, I've interviewed musicians. I've interviewed uh, directors. I've interviewed actors, actresses. I've met um, anybody from, you know, George Romero, uh, rest the soul, uh, you know, to uh, Betsy Palmer, uh, rest her soul. uh, I became, you know, pretty close with her for a a little while. Um, She was the mom. uh, She played Jason's mom in the original Friday the 13th. A very sweet lady. Um so you know I I've got to to you know meet a lot of cool people and, and stuff like that so but back to where we were you know uh, I don't even know where I was going with that, but yeah <laughs> there was some underlying stuff that that happened but uh, like I said I've, I've interviewed, interviewed a lot of people but I definitely want to get um you know uh some more um I guess more of a variety uh, in the horror aspect um, yeah are you a musician yourself or um, he, he, well, you know, um, I dabble with guitar. Um, I haven't, you know, it's really funny um, when you ask, uh, um, you know, what, what I've got going on with, with the groups or, or whatever, um, about twenty twenty one twenty two 22 years ago, um, my friend and I, I, I bought my, uh, my first uh, four track recorder. And back then a four track recorder is where you, you would take like, uh, what my version was, was a, a cassette tape and you would have four different channels. I remember. Um, so you could, you could, one channel would be for say your guitar, another channel for drums, one for vocals, and then one for either your bass or another guitar or keyboard, whatever, whatever you choose to, mm. to use it for. And uh, so I remember the day that I bought that. And of course, like I told you before, I live in a very small town, so I had to drive about two hours just to get to a music store to get it. and uh i remember i stopped back uh with my friend uh at at his house and um he's way better musician than i am and he actually is is the one that that taught me to play and i remember um we recorded i I just remember i I just started just you know playing a little riff and um i was like man you know spot this recorder let's make something out of this. and just so right there on the spot um I just laid down the guitar. He he put a drum beat with it. And then um, he uh, uh, put uh, lead guitar and vocals with it. And I hadn't seen that in years. And so I, I've been kind of cleaning out uh, because I'm getting ready to, to try to get rid of some toys that I don't need to kind of help cover, you know, uh, what it's going to cost me for my surgery. And I found this cassette tape. And I'm like, what in the world? And uh, I put it in my, my tape deck and, I couldn't believe, you know, it's it's these songs from 20 something years ago. So long story short, um, if that's possible with me, um, I uh, am taking these songs and I'm trying to clean them up. Now, mind you, they're not professionally recorded. Like I said, they're they're literally the first demos and the first song that my friend and I ever um, wrote and recorded together. And so I'm trying to clean that up a little bit. And I also do film. And so right now what i'm trying to do is um when i have the energy because i'm still trying to recover from being sick i'm trying to get some footage to put together a video to go along with the song and then release it either probably over in the b-side i'll I'll probably release it over there
2: what kind of music is it
1: um have you ever heard of the band of pavement no i haven't um Yeah, probably not. (laughs) Um, Have you ever heard of the band H-U-M? Nope. Um, What about Sonic Youth?
2: Would it be like a hard
0: rock?
1: Well, well, Uh, one thing all these bands have in common, they play very, very odd music. It's like like very, uh, Yeah, it's very depressing, melodic music and uh you know that's another thing i'm very passionate about is i suffer at 25 i'll be 44 in in about three weeks um at 25 i I was diagnosed with bipolar so i'm a very huge uh mental health supporter and um the reason i'm bringing this up is because i meant to bring this up uh, about the song they were just talking about and when you asked me the type of music i play um being bipolar, uh, there's a stigma to it. And a lot of people, including some of my family members, I'm kind of an embarrassment, you know, but that's fine. Um, because people are afraid of what they don't understand. But what I noticed with this song is when I found it, and I was telling my wife this, uh, is either today or yesterday, um, the same, um, I kind of get emotional talking about it, the, the same feelings, And the lyrics to that song that I felt, you know, 20 years ago, uh, 19 years ago, whatever, um, is basically the same way that I feel today. And that just kind of describes that disease in a nutshell. Um, It's kind of like cancer, you know, there's no cure for it. And it is a disease, Um, but you can manage it. And you have to be willing, just like uh, with, whatever you do in life, whether it's film or, or music or toys or or working at the local factory, you know, whatever you do, you, you have to put effort into it and, you know, or you can't get anything good out of it. You, you can't move forward. And I've found that music movies, the B side toys to me, that is my outlet that is better than any medication or, you know, anything, um, that I've ever um, done as far as therapy goes.
2: Yeah. Do you still so get that nostalgic was, feeling whenever you start collecting toys?
1: Um, absolutely. Um, you know, one of the coolest things, uh, it's, it's, uh, not my latest video, but I, I actually have uh, YouTube channels for both, uh, the B side and, um, the more before and over on my B side, uh, YouTube channel. And that's exactly what it's called. Uh, the B side, um, i the last video i did is this is i'll, I'll try to make this i don't want to keep you guys forever i don't know how much time we have but uh, this is so weird um on father's day uh my wife and uh kids bought me a drone and uh, i have like star wars drones and things like that that i fly all the time so you know i'm not like an expert but i'm i'm not like you know dumb i can fly them And uh, so we're at my house and it's father's day and I've had a pretty crappy day. And uh, so they got me this drone and we had it out in my field and I was flying it and had a camera on it. And, you know, you could watch it through your cell phone while you were flying. it. It was really cool. And just out of nowhere, this drone just takes off Uh and I have no control over it. And I'm just like, great. You know, like what a fitting in to a, a crappy day. And, But I'm like, you know, we've got to go look for this. And so we go looking for it. And, you know, if you watch the video, I go into more detail and and you can just watch it for yourself. But um, turns out that it landed literally on the property line of the house that I grew up in where all of my B-side and horror movie love started oh, wow. so i started talking to the guy and he gave me permission to go up to my childhood home and film so the last video i did uh, on my uh, b-side youtube channel um it's about a 33 minute video of me going back to uh, my childhood home for the first time in 26 years oh, nice. and it was really cool and i'm very proud of that video you know and and you know even though the YouTube channel is still fairly new. You know, I've only had it up for less than a month. And uh, so there's not a whole lot of followers. I'm really taken back at the, um, positive responses that I've got, um, from that video. So I'm very proud of it. So, you know, if you guys get bored and want to check it out, you know, and and if you hate it, feel free to say you hate it because (laughs) I, I, I'm not going to get my feelings hurt, you know, (laughs) but, um, but yeah, I'm very proud of
0: it. Yeah, definitely. I will definitely check that out and subscribe, all that good stuff. But uh, back to your, uh, your movie, did you ever have a stage where you're collecting movies? Or, you know, did you have
1: a library? I know things are different oh, now. man. Um, well, I can tell you um, my movie collection is like my toy collection. Um, this isn't to brag because I'm not proud of it because it, it's got out of hand. Um, <laughs> I have two bedrooms full of toys. Jeez. To the point that even the room I'm in right now, which is my work room, I pretty much have enough room to walk in, get to my chair and my table where my computer's at. And if you look in the background of my videos, you'll see like all my crazy horror memorabilia in yeah. the back. And it's just surrounded. So if you go to the room behind this, um, there's a bed. The bed is completely covered with toys. There's shelves. There's hanging shelves. There's shelves on the floor um it, there's toys it's 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 insane
3: hey mike and, what would be your your top five movies right now overall
1: oh man um well let me finish with this and then i'll get to that then i'll also have two storage buildings full of toys really and and i have every toy that i had from my childhood i was an only child so therefore um it was pretty easy for me to keep up so my, like uh, what i told you earlier like uh one of my favorite B-side collections, my mask uh, collection. It's pretty much all original, what I had when I was a kid. Uh, Last night, I I posted over in the B-side, I found these toys that I had when I was a kid called Spinjas. And uh, they spin in this little arena, and they hit each other and try to knock the other one out of of the arena. And and I was surprised that so many people had forgotten about those. But anyway, um, yeah, so... uh, you know, the, the, the B side stuff, the, the toy collection, it's insane. The movies are the same. I've collected, I have a VHS collection. I'm looking right now. I have the original 1978 Halloween, um, uh, television version, which has footage that wasn't shown that they actually went back and shot a couple of years later. Um, I have the original release of, uh, star Wars, the original first VHS release of star Wars, and I uh about I guess it was this time last year, I i went to a flea market here in town looking for a little table and I made friends with the old man that was working in there and I noticed uh he had this Miss Piggy uh figure from it was like from a McDonald's happy Meals from the eighties. Oh yeah. And I asked him how much he wanted for it. And he was like, I you know, just take it. And I'm like, No, no man, you know how much? No, take it. Okay. So I go through his VHS, and I find that Halloween and that Star Wars. And I'm like, ¿no? I mean, how much do you want for it? And he's like, N- me. give me five bucks. So I walked away with those three things for five bucks. But anyway, back, you know, I get sidetracked, guys. I'm sorry. Um, But uh, I have a VHS collection that I've had since since I was a, a kid. And I'm sitting here right now looking at, um, there's my mask uh which is from um Golden Home Video, which is not even around anymore. I have uh from the racing series, which is the um they call it season two. It's actually series two where they go into like a racing um series. I have two VHS VHS tapes of that which are very rare. Um I'm looking at two Johnny Quest uh from the sixties, uh VHS I mean they're not the VHS tapes aren't from the sixties, but the cartoon is um here's a scooby-doo um here's uh some x-files that actually recorded off television back in 93 i believe so hold on let um, me get, let
2: me get this right are you having yeah. where you're you're recording them off of the tv or are these oh no, i have
1: both i have i have store-bought um the mask that i was telling you about the johnny quest Um, Those are store bought. Uh, The um, X Files I just told you about—that is recorded off television. So Um, they got the vintage uh,
2: commercials on them. Oh
1: yeah, (laughs) I've got hours and hours of cartoons with uh, vintage commercials. Uh, I have the entire Star Wars, uh, the entire Star Wars droids uh, cartoon series on the Sci-Fi Channel when it was replayed on the Sci-Fi Channel um, back in the. I want to say early 90s, late 80s, early 90s with all the vintage commercials.
2: Nice.
1: Then I have, um, I, I would say I probably have 2,000 plus VHS tapes. I would say I probably have, and I'm not exaggerating, my wife can vouch for this. I would say I probably have anywhere eight to 8, 10,000 um, DVDs. And I would say probably 1,500 Blu-rays because... That's another thing about me. Um, I I hate it when they take a cartoon that I love, like um G.I. Joe or Mask or Transformers and they are like, you know, oh Transformers the movie or G. I. Joe the movie on ultra high definition 4K. Uh no. I my wife thinks I'm crazy because if I wanna sit down and watch um G. I. Joe I'll put in a VHS tape and watch it when I recorded it when I was, you know, 11 years old. So you want to just snap, um, cackle, and pop while you're watching it? Yeah. Um, you know, and, and you know, I, I mentioned earlier, you know, about the bipolar. I, I go to counseling every month. And uh, it was my counselor who actually suggested um, that I visit my old house. And, uh, and the way that that just happened by accident, I thought was cool. And also, um, you know, he agrees um, that these VHS tapes and, and stuff, uh, like right now, uh, not to get off subject, I just, I'm just i just looking around this room. I'm looking at my Smurfs lunchbox that I carried to school when I was Aww, in kindergarten. I love it. I have, uh, yeah, I'm looking at my mask lunchbox that I carried to school, I want to say in fifth grade. I have my He-Man lunchbox. I have my Gremlins lunchbox which is metal. Um, I'm just looking around my room right now and and it's crazy how many things um, here's my ET game uh, for Atari sitting on top of my ET cup that I used to drink out of uh, at the dinner table at that house and um, it's just crazy Um, but but the the point I was trying to make is it is such good therapy to relive those happy moments and uh, it makes me sound crazy, and I'm kind of at that point now to where I just don't care, and I'll just tell people because I'm, I I want to help people that might be feeling like me. Um, You know, there's nothing wrong with, um, you can't live in the past. You have to accept the past, uh, the good with the bad, but there's absolutely um, nothing wrong with revisiting your past. Yeah, yeah, it's that definitely,
0: this generation is definitely jumping back and watching a lot of stuff. It's a huge market right now.
1: Yeah, you know, and, you know, say what you will about it. Um, it's a double-edged sword because, like you said, it, it's a market. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you have to remember um, the stuff that we love and the stuff that people are complaining about. Like, you know, oh, Stranger Things started it, and now this, this, and this is doing the 80s nostalgic. Sure, that That's correct. But, you know, it was of money making um that was the whole point of it in the 80s was to make money mm-hmm. so i don't have a problem with it like i mean yes you don't want to get over with it to where you're like okay I- i'm literally sick of the 80s which it's you know it's getting to that now but what I, what's making me happy is uh like uh, as a horror fan and also as as a fan of nostalgia like the announcement of the Scream, uh, you know, uh, the new Scream movie, um, that's a 90s movie. So you're going – now they're they're kind of drifting away from the 80s, and they're kind of dipping their feet uh, and their toes in to see how the 90s is going to work. And I, I think they're doing it at the perfect time before they completely oversaturated with the 80s. Yeah, is there any new uh, stuff that, that you're looking forward
0: to, like new, uh, new uh, properties that, like,
1: uh, recently um, – Well, um, I I will say this, Uh, you know, obviously, um, it's no secret. I am a huge Halloween fan. So um, it was really devastating for me to uh, get the news a few weeks ago that um, the Halloween Kills, uh, you know, which was supposed to come out uh, in October, has been pushed back until next year. But, Um. you know, you just have to accept it. Um, I'm looking forward to the new Candyman uh, movie as well. But once again, that looks like it. You know, it looks like, you know, this year is pretty much done. Um, As far as rumors um, and things that I'm looking forward to as far in the movie world, um, John Cena, the wrestler, uh, I'm not a fan of him as a wrestler, but as a human being, I really admire his work that he does with, um like, the Make-A-Wish Foundation um, and things like that. He, he has more, you know, he's granted more wishes than anybody any celebrity so i i admire that but he's been posting some uh cryptic um pictures i don't know if it's on twitter or instagram but about two weeks ago he posted a picture once again uh because i like to repeat myself and be dead horses um he uh posted a picture of mask the cartoon that i've been you know just praising so much and uh they're like, hmm, why would he be doing that? Well, he's left wrestling now, you know, because he's he's in Hollywood making movies. So all signs point to John Cena is probably going to be playing Matt Tracker in a new Mask movie. Oh, nice. Now, here's my problem with that, uh, and and I'll go in, I'll explain it because um it's gonna uh, piss some people off. Um, as a Mask fan, um. I want to be excited about it, but I'm very, very hesitant. I'm, I'm very uh, cautious. And I'm going to give one example. Well, multiple examples from one franchise. Um, but this franchise did redeem itself. Transformers. When I see, I, I call me a purist, call me whatever. Um, it's kind of like the new six inch G.I. Joes that came out. When I see something, I, I realize that, that, time has moved on and we have to accept that things change and this isn't the 80s but when i think of mask or i think of duke or whoever from gi joe i think of them a certain way that they look a certain way okay so when you give me a duke figure that's in an outfit that i've never seen this character in before you know why why am i supposed to buy or believe that this is the dupe that I grew up and loved, you know, from G.I. Joe. I don't like that. The The franchise that, that committed the ultimate sin to me was Transformers. I was, when when they announced that first Michael Bay Transformer movie, I was so excited because obviously I'm a huge Transformer fan. When I should have, I was mad at myself because, I should have put two and two together and, and realized like, Hey, of course they're going to use modern vehicles. Um, they're not going to use, you know, old eighties vehicles because we're, we're in the the 2000s, you know, right. we're, we're in the new millennium. Um, but by doing that, um, it, it's not the transformers that I knew. It's not the transformers that I loved. I watched the first movie And I have not watched another one since until they redeem themselves with Bumblebee. John Cena was in Bumblebee. So that gives me a little bit of hope that if this mask rumor is true, that they can still keep the vehicles close. So, because masks, if you don't know, they focus on two things, vehicles, that kind of transform are vehicles that have special powers. They'll turn in from like, I'm looking at a, uh, like, I'm looking at hurricane right now. It's a 57 Chevy, but it raises up and it turns into a six wheel vehicle and has a gun that comes out the front window and a, a, a rooftop that opens with a gun. So the cars are very important. Second, the name mask, they all wear masks that have special powers. Mm. So if they had changed the mask up, or they changed the cars up too much. I, I I don't want anything to do with it. So but so with, with all the... Bumblebee Hold on, Mike. Yeah, go Well, I was just going to say with Bumblebee when that standalone movie Bumblebee, they they went back, they got the classic Volkswagen bug.
2: Yeah, I saw that. And they
1: made that and they made that movie work. So when I watch that movie, I feel like a connection. I feel like I am watching a live action version of the Transformers that I grew up with and loved, same thing with GI Joe. They totally destroyed it. So I'm not interested in another GI Joe movie if it's going to be like those two shit shows that they put out. I don't even think I've ever but seen if, a
2: GI Joe movie. I didn't even know I, I mean, did that. It,
1: if if you don't, if you take the name GI Joe out and you just go into it as a military type, you know, uh, movie. Uh, they're they're pretty decent movies, but it's like it's, a, they don't—they're they're not influence. wearing the. Yeah, they're they're not wearing the outfit. Uh, other than Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, they look nothing like they did from the cartoons or comics. So yeah, I could go on. I you know I'll stop there on that so, because I I could go on all day about so with, that. With
3: all yeah. the movie talk, what what are going to be your top five movies overall?
1: My top five overall is in like all time. Yeah, all time. Okay, um, I, I could probably do that off the top of my head. Um, I, I, I usually, you know, um, one and two uh, switch. I'll save those for last, obviously, but they switch on what kind of mood I, I'm in. Um, I've mentioned that in the morgue before. But uh, number five would uh, absolutely have to be on um, Ghostbusters. Um, one or that's two? One of the, uh, the the first one, the original nice. Ghostbusters. Um, that's one of the first movies that I actually, um, you know, like live action movies that I remember uh seeing in the theater. It's going to be crazy, so but I, I I've, never sat sat a I've never sat to before. I've never sat to Ghostbusters
3: 1 or 2 uh, all the way man. through. the man, uh,
1: you know, um, they, they are, they, they, you know, you, you you need to check those out. Um, let's see, number four um i would have to say number four would have to be the dark crystal um that nice. is another movie that is very um near and dear to my heart another one that i um recall um watching at, at the theater and, did you watch uh, the netflix
3: and, series on that
1: um i've seen a couple of, uh, of episodes it was but okay. right as that yeah right as that came out um I, I, my wife and i had, had a, a a new child uh, my son was born so that put a halt on all my television watching yeah. for a little while um so let's see number three, Oh, go ahead what were you gonna our, say because i need to think on reminds number three
3: me of uh, secret of the nymph Niv- did you
1: ever watch that cartoon yeah there, there's definitely some similarities there um but you know i'm, I'm a huge fan of uh Jim Henson. So, you know, um, he, he really, you know, and, and at that time, uh, you know, that early in the eighties, um, to do a movie that dealt with like, you know, uh, it was kind of like labyrinth, um, that that dealt with magic on a scale like it did, you know, um, I'm surprised that, you know, um, the Jim Henson, you know, the guy responsible for the Muppet was able to get away with that. But, um, but he was, you know, um, but anyway, uh, number three, um, like I said, I am very weird and uh, my list, uh, is, is just going to get wonkier from from here. But, uh, number three, without a doubt would, would be creep show. Um, it's a, another movie that is very near and dear to my heart because, uh, George Romero, uh, I'm a huge fan of his. I was so lucky to get to hang out with him for a little bit um, uh, before he only not like right before he died, but a few years before he died, I was, I was fortunate enough to meet him. get to sit down with him get some pictures and uh, talk to him about creep show. And actually right behind me in in my room, uh, I have it to where it shows up in the background of every video I do. Um, I have a signed creep show poster from George Romero. Um, and I, I wouldn't take anything for that yeah now um number two and number one uh I'm just gonna throw those both out there because like i said it it depends um right now um my normally number two would be number one right now because of just the kind of mood that I'm in and the kind of uh the way the world is right now and um and stuff like that uh, normally my my number one would be uh, 1978 uh, John Carpenter's Halloween. Uh, hands down. Nice. Um, I am a Michael Myers Halloween junkie. Uh, have been, always will be. But there is one other movie that it, it gets me um, in the field which it, it, you're probably thinking like how in the hell can Halloween get a dude in the field like what's wrong with this guy? But no, it, it's more of the the nostalgic memories of, of watching that when I was a kid, but my number one movie is Phantasm. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen it. Um, it's, uh, such, it's a horror sci-fi movie, but, um, it, it's directed by one of my favorite directors who, who does another, uh, uh, awesome movie called Bubba Hotel, but, um, his name's Don Coscarelli. And, um, the movie is about, um, I, I don't get scared. Like, um, I've been, uh, you know, uh, executive producer on, you know, legitimate Hollywood movies. I have my own, you know, internet movie database page, my my own IMDB page. Um, I have executive producer credits. I have thank you credits. You know, I've, I've dabbled with, with B movies and, and stuff. And, um, You know, Phantasm is one of those movies that had no budget. It was a brand-new filmmaker, and they touch on a subject that I'm deeply afraid of, and that is uh, mortuaries, funeral homes, Mm. mausoleums. I'm one of those people that if somebody, you know, got hit by a car right in front of my house, and their guts, you know, pardon me, I don't mean to be graphic, I'm just saying, if, if they were injured badly, um... I could keep my composure and I could try to help them, you know, because things like that just don't bother me because I worked in the medical field for a long time, uh in, in my earlier years. So blood, stuff like that, it, it doesn't bother me. But something about the unknown of what they do, uh, in preparing the bodies and just the um yeah, like I said, I guess just the unknown aspect of it. it It really has nothing to do with death. It's just the fact that you know I don't know if you've ever been to a funeral uh, surprisingly I, I you know until um I started you know going to a lot of horror conventions and stuff I, I didn't realize how many people really hadn't been to a funeral <laughs> and um if you notice when you go they, they have in a normal situation what's called visitation. And you'll go to the funeral home, usually the day before the funeral, and they will let you come in and and view the body. And that's it. And then the next day, you'll go to the the funeral home or the church or wherever and and have the funeral. And then they'll open up the casket, usually one more time, um, and let everybody walk by and see the body one more time um, as the funeral ends. Then they take the body to the cemetery. But then here's where things get weird, and this movie plays into it perfectly. When you get to the cemetery, they have a little final service at the cemetery. Then they ask everyone to leave. And the only people that stay there are the funeral home workers, right? And the people who work for the city or the county or whatever it may be, or the private, you know, uh, it just depends on the circumstances. That run like the, the backhoes and stuff that, you know, dig the holes and, and cover it up. So they make everyone leave. So you have to trust these people that they, they're not going to steal any valuables or they're not going to be disrespectful, you know. And, and I hate to even, you know, bring that up, but we live in a crazy world.
0: Yeah. Is that what the movie's and about?
1: Well, the, it, it's not necessarily about that, but it is. What happens, uh, without spoiling the movie, I'll, I'll give you a, a cliff notes version. What happens is um, there's these two brothers. Their parents die a year or so earlier uh, in a car accident. So the older brother's, you know, raising the younger brother. And one of their mutual friends dies. And they go to his funeral, and they, the older brother doesn't want the little brother going because he's afraid it would upset him. So the little brother sneaks to the cemetery and is hiding in the bushes and watching the funeral um, through binoculars. Well, the main bad guy, if you want to call him that, in Phantasm, he doesn't have a name. They just call him the tall man, Mm. because he's just a funeral home, a guy that runs a funeral home. He wears a suit. He's really tall, and he has kind of like this weird kind of long white hair. So, after the funeral's over and everybody leaves, uh, Mike, the younger brother, is getting ready to get on his little motorbike and leave the cemetery. And he sees the tall man pick up the casket by himself.
2: Creepy. You know,
1: which they just watched six people have to lift it because it weighed so much. So, this dude has, like, superhuman strength, even though he's this old man. And he lifts the casket up, shoves it back in the hearse, slams the door in and then drives off. And then, you know, I, I won't ruin you know, ruin the movie for you guys if you ever watch it, but and then you finally find out what they're using it for and that's where the science fiction aspect comes in at. But I don't know if that movie uh, is what caused my phobia of funerals. Or if going to a funeral at it's a young age a and then watching that fandom. movie. Yeah, I don't know because I my memory is so fuzzy because that's been so long ago. Um, I don't remember which happened first, if I went to a funeral first or if I saw Phantasm first. Because Phantasm, I believe... Was uh 70. Oh my goodness, uh, it was mid mid to late 70s, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'm there's uh, 70s, uh, there's two 70s. classic
0: uh movies I always go back to is uh, The Lost Boys and The Burbs.
1: Do you ever see those? Yeah, see, yes, I i love both of them, and, and I'm glad you brought up The Lost Boys because that is always one of those that just barely there's two movies that always barely uh get nudged off my top five list one of them is the lost boys and the other one is, is uh, the goose. Yeah. They totally um, ruined and, that uh, uh,
0: series with all those remakes or whatever. I mean, it kind of got, yeah,
1: man. Um, I, you know, I, once again, um, I think if they would have done that right. And, uh, had they done the, tried that now in this nostalgia era that we're in and if Corey Haim was still alive and they could have got, you know, the original cast back or at least most of them and see another thing a lot of people don't know you know bill and ted 3 i mean a lot everybody knows that you know bill and ted 3 is coming out pretty soon well alex winter who plays uh bill in bill and ted Mm -hmm. um i met him uh not too long ago and i was uh talking to him and we got our picture taken together and uh he's like where are you from He's like, because your accent is, he's like, I I can't put my finger on it. And I said, I'm from Arkansas. And he's like, I I just don't get it. He said, you you don't have a southern accent, but you don't have another accent, a northern accent. You almost sound like you're from another country. And I started laughing, you know. And anyway, he's like, "Uh, my brother lives in Little Rock. And so I thought that was really cool uh, that you know Alex Winter, you know Bill from Bill and Ted, he's also in The Lost Boys. It's, you know he plays one of the vampires in Lost Boys, which is why I brought that up. Oh, um, I never even know, put I that together. To... Yeah, it's him. I yeah, didn't even yeah, know that. The, the, yeah, the curly headed, uh, yeah, long the blonde, the blonde, hair, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the first one that. that they, yeah, the first one they stake and kill. Yeah, that, that's Alex Winter. That's he crazy. doesn't really have
0: that many lines in that movie.
1: No, <laughs> no, no, but, but he's great. Ah. Uh, but, the, the, the part that he in that movie. Yeah, yeah, he's great. But uh, yes, Lost Boys is definitely, definitely <laughs> a classic. Um, Getting away from the movies, so, uh,
3: what are your thoughts on the state of uh, just collecting uh, you know, um, collectibles in general? What,
1: what are your thoughts oh, on man. that? Oh, man. Well, um, you know, mixed feelings. Um, you think it's heading in like a positive direction? um no i don't I, I i don't um i think there's there's signs of once again it, it all ties in back to my love of b-side and and i'm very hard to please um and, you know and, and i don't that doesn't make my opinion right it's just I, i'm just honest i'm very hard to please and um so certain things um like the reissue of the real Ghostbuster cartoon figures. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, they're, starting, know, they're starting to off. do
3: that with a lot of the different toy brands. Yeah, The G.I.J. H- are H- H- about H- to come H- back H- out. Star Wars did their yeah.
1: thing. X-Men. So I I think that's great that they're doing that. Um, He-Man, I don't know if you saw on the B-side. Uh, my wife, uh, actually, yesterday, she brought me home. the uh, I'm looking at it right now. It is The, the new for 2020 uh it looks like the retro he-man it yeah. says modern posing retro plate i'm gonna be um, honest they with
3: you have... i'm super jealous about that Yeah, just, um, i don't see the, they, had, see the stuff that you guys see out here on the, on the, on the west yeah, side um, there, there's not all much they,
1: all, all they had were three uh he-man uh figures i want i was gonna have her pick up skeletor and beast man for me as well but all they had were just the three he-man but um once again i i haven't opened it yet and i'm going to and i'm going to do a i'm probably going to do a live review because my plan is I'll, I'll spoil it here's a spoiler well i'll save it for the end because if it's like your other interviews i think you're going to know i think i know what you'll ask at the end so i'll wait on that <laughs> um but anyway I'm, I'm very happy with with that now Here's where I'm not happy, or uh, let me rephrase that. I, I'm disappointed. I, I'm trying to take a new outlook on life and, and quit saying that I'm not happy because that's not so. I'm, I'm disappointed in, um, like the, the six-inch GI Joe, um, Destro, um, Roadblock. Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm looking. Who am I forgetting? Destro, Roadblock, uh, Duke Scarlet, and Snake Eyes. So Destro, Roadblock, Snake Eyes. Mainly uh, Snake Eyes and Destro. There's a Cobra Command. I'm too, very, right? ple- very pleased with them because they look how I think they should look. Roadblock, I like him. I-, I like that they chose version two's outfit to put on him. Um, Duke, I'm kind of sour because it was bought right off the shelf at Walmart. It had not been opened. My wife brought it home to me. I posted she took pictures of she had already found me snake eyes because they put out snake eyes a couple of days before, and then they put out the rest of them so she grabbed me Duke and she uh, she grabbed me Duke Scarlet roadblock and um uh, the other one I'm forgetting uh, Destro and um, so she laid them on the counter at Walmart when she was paying for them because I was like take take a picture and send them to me. Well I was zooming in looking at them. And I noticed when I zoomed in on Duke that the bubble where his little pistol was supposed to be, that the pistol wasn't there. So I was like, I'm sure it just popped out, you know, and it's probably in the box. Well, me being, uh, you know, impatient, I I told Lauren, I said, open the box, be really careful. And just, you know, at first I asked her to shake it. You know, there's nothing. The, the, The pistol wasn't in the box. So Hasbro, we sent him an email. They send us an email back saying, well, we're out of Duke, but pick another G.I. Joe figure and we'll send you a replacement. I was like, awesome. So I pick a replacement figure and then they send me this really, or send my wife this really shitty email saying that um, we told you we're out of G.I. Joe's, you know, just, you know, here's a return label. Uh, No, I'm not returning it. I'll just keep it without the gun because they're too hard to find. Well, bless my wife's heart. she could tell that you know that was really bothering me, so somehow she found me another duke um but i won't open it, but you know so i've got a duke with no pistols but um so i'm I'm kind of soured, and the reason I bring that up is is that shows me that um the quality is suffering because of the situation of the world right now. Well, let me, because they've let had cards.
3: Yeah. You don't think that, you know, back in the eighties and early nineties that there wasn't parts missing out of packages? Like you know, it oh, could have been well, just an honest
1: yes. mistake. Oh well I, I definitely, I definitely believe that there's honest mistakes. But here's here's the thing, let me uh finish my story. Um just uh um a few months ago my wife went to Walmart and I wanted the uh, Leonard green alien pack, which came with the loader and the green alien. She bought the green alien pack, got home. Now, these are two separate companies. Hasbro makes, you know, the G.I. Joe's. Lennard makes aliens. We get home. I get ready to open it. I look and I'm like, that alien looks really weird. His bottom jaw was not on him. Oh, no. So I took a picture. We send it to Leonard along with the receipt. A week later, all the way from China, they sent me a replacement for free. With so, this tells me because of the or I'm I mean it doesn't tell. It's just my opinion. I live. I just told you I live in the the sticks in Arkansas, right? So what are the odds of my wife picking up two toys? in two months, from two separate toy companies in little old sticky little Arkansas that has defective or missing pieces. They're getting in a hurry because they've had to cancel Comic-Con. Yeah. They've had to cancel the convention. They've had to cancel everything. That could be a little bit of They're depending on their... Um, same thing with the real Ghostbusters. They didn't make enough to meet the demand. My Walmart got four, they got two shipments. There were four full sets of the the Min and the, the Slimer and Stay Puft. I could have bought all of them if I wanted, but I didn't. I left them there for people. You know what? It got to the point that I got tired of looking at them on the shelves. So I finally got a hold of people and was like, does anybody need the real Ghostbusters and want to trade? because I got tired of looking at it.
0: Yeah, so but here's the deal. Uh, go
1: ahead. You know I no, no, man, I'm just, I'll make it quick because I know I've talked your ear off, but um it they they're rushing. They're packing shit to get it out because they're they're just like everybody else, myself included. We're all struggling right now because it's it's a tough time. Mm-hmm. And um but this is the thing I never asked Hasbro to send me another dupe, but they own the mold to those figures, right? You can't tell me that some high-class executive or somebody somewhere for their company doesn't have access to that gun, okay? I paid for that gun. Good customer service, they would make sure that I got that gun, You know, I'm not being greedy. My wife didn't send a message saying, you know, uh, we want a replacement you No, we just wanted the gun, you know, but that's another thing that, that shows me because um, you know, Andrew, uh, you know, he had told me about how he had uh, an experience with Hasbro back, uh, you know, pre pandemic. And, um, they replaced his figure and let him keep his open. And that shows me that even the companies, you know, they're rushing. They're, they're not willing to go that extra mile because they're hurting. You know what you
3: could so, do? You could uh, open that other Duke and ship the gun to Scotty, and he can mold you up one real quick.
1: Yeah, that's the thing, but I don't want to open it because I want to keep a a set, you know, sealed. Like, that's why I have it open Uh, tomorrow. She actually uh, pre-ordered for Father's Day. Lauren had pre-ordered these for me, and they never came because she ordered them um, from— I'm not going to crap on the business on your show. If it was my show, I would, but I won't on yours. But she ordered them from a business, and uh, they're notoriously late. So she felt bad for me, so she ended up, uh, you know, finding me those at Walmart. Well, now the ones she ordered we just found out are going to be delivered tomorrow. So once those are delivered tomorrow, unfortunately, Duke is not one of them. Um, It's just uh, Scarlet, uh, Destro, and Roadblock. So as soon as I get those three tomorrow, I will definitely be cracking open uh, Roadblock and Duke and doing a review on those, and then I will be letting my daughter... Uh, review Scarlet because the extra Scarlet is for her. Oh, nice man. I'm trying to turn her. Yeah. I'm trying to turn her into a GI Joe fan, man. Um, right on. Uh, she, she already likes everything else I do. So, you know.
0: All right. So we're going to wrap it up here in a couple minutes. Uh, just one more last subject. Do you think Comic-Con is sure. going to make a return in 2021 or you think it's still going to no, be? Ab-
1: ab- absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, unless, uh, you know, which I hope, that this is not even a possibility, but you, you can't rule out anything Um, unless they do not have uh, the current state of the world under control. um, I don't see any reason that uh, Comic-Con won't uh, be back bigger and better than ever. Mm -hmm. um, As long as people feel safe. Yeah. Um, Because just like I I told you, I'm living proof. Um, I'm sitting here complaining about Hasbro uh not putting the gun in my package. I'm I'm you know, but notice I kept the figure. I didn't return the you know, I you know, we all want our toys. We all, you know, um like I said earlier, uh, I like to repeat myself that I believe it is so true. Uh toys, movies, nostalgia, um don't don't take pills, don't don't take medicine if you don't have to um find happiness in you know family you know obviously family first but you know selfishly with your own hobbies and stuff uh find your happiness with the things that made you happy as a kid because this is what i've learned kids are innocent as as we all know and everything a kid does is pure and if a kid gives you something, um, you know, somebody told me that once, That if a kid gives you something, you take it, you treasure it, you keep it, because that's all they have to give. And what do kids have most of? Love and toys. Yep. And if you go back to that, you know, when you were sad when you were a kid, I would say if you really sat down and thought about it right now in probably less than 20 seconds, you could come up with a happy memory that involved a toy when you were a kid, whether it was a Barbie doll or a He-Man or whether it was a girl playing with a He-Man or a boy playing with a Barbie doll. It does not matter. As long as uh, I had cabbage patch kids. I'm not ashamed I had strawberry shortcakes. I'm looking right now um, at a uh, an apple dumpling strawberry shortcake Question with on the that. Walmart sticker. Does yeah, it still does...
2: have its smell?
1: Yes. Uh, does well, it? it... it Faintly, uh there is a small hole that got poked into the uh plastic on the front uh. of it. Uh when my daughter was little. But uh when it first got poked, uh the hole uh the smell was still strong. Oh wow But I if really you know. stick your nose up to it, you can still smell it. It's really cool. It's the uh party party pleaser. I I'm trying to read it from here. It's like the party pleaser version. It's like a, a a new, like a separate way but it's it's the vintage ones, so, you know. So, so cabbage um, patches sure. are,
3: are cool and everything. But did you have a rainbow bright?
2: Rainbow bright. I, had I oh, never
3: yes. had a rainbow bright. I still have one of my... the rainbow bright from my
1: childhood. Nice. That's cool. Now I did have like a little PVC rainbow bright bright figure. And didn't she have like a caterpillar or something? Yeah, she had a yeah. um, like a little fuzzy uh, friend. Okay, I had the little fuzzy thing and it actually carried, like, or maybe that was strawberry shortcake. One of the, yeah, it was strawberry shortcake and it like carried the figures or something. But, um, but yeah, man, um, uh, the get along gang, that was another big thing I was into. Did you I guys like have any of those? Oh, pound pound
3: puppies, puppies are huge. Yeah. Cool. Yep. I-, I love the pound um,
1: Puppies. Yeah, uh, the get along gang, they were another, uh, really cool, B-side cartoon that that um, absolutely did not get enough love. Yeah, I was going to say, I uh, don't really the remember things... the get-along gang so much. Wasn't that like DC? Well, characters? that's one of the things. I'm, yeah, um, I'm going to bring this back, and you guys will enjoy it. Um, I, I used to do what was called uh, the B-side cartoon of the day. And every day, I would go through my cartoon collection, and my lord, you have no idea. I, you name a cartoon, I have um most of them are legitimate but they're really hard to find ones i have picked up like at conventions uh like high quality like crazy recorded off tv like it, it's nuts and um but um i, I forgot what i was going to say uh sorry i get sidetracked sometimes um we, we were talking about um, something about the cartoons um
2: no, oh, you're
1: good. Crap. I hate it when I do that. I hate it when I do that.
3: But anyway, it doesn't... And then uh, yeah, bring, bring, bring in the yeah. cartoons
1: back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to thank, thank you. The B-side cartoon of the day. And the reason I do that is because there are so many hidden gems out there that a lot of people don't know about or they've forgotten about. And my goal is and that was the whole thing with the b-side when i created that you know years ago was to to bring like uh another one of my favorite cartoons uh chuck Norris karate commandos and uh and uh, mr t uh, i, I <laughs> love the mr t cartoon um those are such great cartoons but uh, you know every day that, that i would do that b-side cartoon of the day post um people would um Oh, I forgot about that. Or I'd never heard of that. And, and so that's my goal. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, liked your Hanna- so Hanna- I, I hope to bring
2: that
1: Hanna- Oh yeah. I'm a huge Hanna-Barbera fan. That, that, oh yeah. That, I love Hanna-Barbera. Mm-hmm. Uh, Space Ghost, you know, Hercules, Johnny Quest, all, all those classic Hanna-Barbera cartoons, uh, very near and dear to our heart. All right. right
0: on. <clears throat> I'm going to wrap it up here in a minute. Can you tell them where to find you on Facebook and your YouTube channel once again?
1: okay uh yeah on facebook uh it is the morgue of horror is the name of our horror group and um it's private so um you can uh either request to join or um if you uh you know know somebody in the group uh you know or i you can reach out to me and i can send you an invite and then you can accept it um You know, it's not like we have any crazy rules. It's just the simple rules that I think everybody should, uh, you know, we don't talk about politics, stuff like that. You know, it's Mm. just strictly, you know, horror and fun. Uh, The B-side, the name of that group is called B, like the letter B, and then the word side, and then ourselves. Beside ourselves is the name of the Facebook group. The YouTube channels are uh, the same. Uh, the B side is the name of the YouTube channel for that. And the morgue of horror is the name of the YouTube channel for that.
0: All right. I'm going to go through and uh, subscribe and uh, like all those for you. Uh, I
1: I appreciate if that. If you're listening, yeah, I, please I, uh, do as I, well. Yes. I've already subscribed to, uh, to your podcast there, oh, but you. I will also, uh, su- yeah, I will also subscribe uh, and stuff from my, uh, my I just also have a, uh, um, 'Cause I have the Morgue account, I have the uh um the B side account, and then I have my personal account. So there's three three accounts right there that I can follow you from because I'm on each of them at different times. So um I like to to follow the people that I listen to a lot. Uh, I like to follow them from all three, that way I never miss a notification if I'm not logged in. Yeah, so, that's that's awesome, so. man.
0: Well, Mike, I really want to thank you for being on the show. I know it's a little bit later up hey, there. Thanks
1: for having me. Yeah, so yes, uh, I do I I'm a night owl man. I, I get up early, I go to bed late. Uh, that's just what I do. Uh I'm sorry I talked your guys ear off, <laughs> but um, you know, uh I want to thank you guys for having me on because you know, um it, it's always fun for me um like I said before, living in a town where I like the, the smallest where I live, I don't have a lot of people here that I can connect with about toys and movies. So just for you to give me the opportunity to hop on here with you and talk about the things I love. I really appreciate that. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll circle back and do a second episode with you. Uh, Oh,
1: absolutely. Anytime. All right. And uh, I do want to promote something uh, really quick Mm though, or go into more detail about what I mentioned earlier um, after you get finished with whatever you're doing. so I'll go ahead. Oh, okay. Oh, I was just gonna say my my plan was, you know, I mentioned the song earlier and and wanting to do um the video. Like, I I just wanted to kind of explain how the, the new format for the show that I'm gonna be doing in the B side. Um, so people will kind of understand. And of course, um, if you can't catch it live, always please go back and, and watch the um uh, the replays. But eventually, after after a little bit, I'm gonna move this a uh, particular segment uh, strictly over to YouTube and then I'm going to have Facebook only segments and YouTube only segments. That way there's something to offer, you know, for both. But anyway, long story short, because I know you're wanting to wrap it up. Uh, the, what I'm going to do with this all the format is I'm going to do a, once or twice a week, a live show, live stream show, a, either 30 minutes or an hour long uh, in the B side. Nice. And it will probably be like Tuesdays and Thursdays uh, because that's the, the best date for me. And what I'll do is I'll come on live and then I will play like a segment. Like, say, if I want to debut this music video that I'm doing with this song that I explained earlier in the show, um, I will play that during the live stream. That way you guys can comment and let me know like, hey, that sucks or hey, I love it or whatever. Mm-hmm. That way, you know, I can get a better feel for it. And so, also be looking for little hidden gems. And then uh, I know Christopher knows uh, I'm really good to sneak in like old vintage commercials, like oh, old well, vintage. Nice. Like I threw in an old uh, GI Joe uh, cereal c- commercial. So be looking for things like that. I- I'm trying to make it fun and throw in as many little hidden things as I can for you guys to enjoy. So the Uzis. All right, that's <laughs> yeah. <All right. laughs>
0: Well, I really, like I said, I appreciate you being on. And just as far as this show, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and CastBox, I believe now. Uh, Thanks, guys. Absolutely. All right. I hope you guys all have a good night and tune in. Thank you.